me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. Hey. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. That's a bingo. Welcome to another exciting edition of the CJ Morgan Show. Our last of the year ish. Ish. Kind of ish. Like, we still have to work. We're still going to be doing shows. We'll be here, like, introducing some of our favorite moments and taking all request music. But as far as uh, the four of us, three of us right now, hanging out, talking, and being goofy, your last chance to witness this will be tomorrow at Bolden Acres Breaker when we do our live show from 5 to 7. But it's it's fun at the end of the year because in radio, we have a period where the Ratings don't matter, and we've just entered that. So it <laughs> the feels whose line is it anyway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it's the same with uh, television as well. You know, you go through different sweeps periods and stuff. So at the end of the year, everyone's listening to Christmas music. They're they're radio listening. Shame, their shame. habits shame aren't on the you. same. Shame on you. I know. Don't you want us to have a job? Which is the other thing that's weird about this. Uh, the end of the year is typically in media. I don't know why in TV and radio, but it's always right before Christmas when they let people go. Yeah. It just um, so happens. So it's always scary. They're like, happy mm-hmm. holidays, bye. <laughs> but so I, bad. You know, it's like, I, happy holidays, why don't you go take a very long break? I'm going to be honest. I feel like I'd rather know before the holidays than after. Because after the holidays, you start gearing up for the new year, what show you're going to do, what you're going to talk about, all the stories you have to tell. Yeah. So it seems like it's harder than where at least during the holidays. Well, you can get your depression. You can out get of your the depression way. out of the way with family. Yeah. You're with you're already going to be depressed and at least moody. you're not alone, right? <laughs> yeah. So then you're you're stuck with family and you're not alone and you already get to eat and drink and now yeah, you have and even you, more of an excuse for even it. Even better, you can beg for money. There's so many people around you that care. They might just Absolutely. be willing to loan you. <laughs> or like, stuff. oh, so your little like radio thing is that still uh, no no no? It's like oh maybe it's time oh, to get a real job. No. <laughs> yeah, dude. Sorry, oh, man. You have your weird uncle that's like, you know what? I w- I'm going to start a business actually, and uh, I've been looking for somebody to fill a position. What yeah, you if you could that? run social media, like crypto's <sighs> big right now. So I just, uh, damn it, uncle. Anyhow, hopefully uh, today we get to have a little more loosey goosey fun. Uh, we're going to play a little game along the lines of educating Emily <gasps> about 101X because we are coming up on 30 years very soon. So I have. All the top songs in our existence, year by year, what the most requested, most played one was. And uh, Spencer, you were in the other room yesterday, but Emily missed them all. Oh, yeah, I figured. She, she did not get one okay. year correct. She was he, close. But... He says miss them all. He wants exact years, and I've always been like one year off. Oh, yeah, he's a stickler, huh? Yeah. He's a history guy who doesn't remember the exact dates about some of the Listen, stuff in history. As a professor once told me, history's not about dates. <laughs> Okay, it's and trust me, game is. as a history major, I did not get a lot of dates. Emily, you are looking hot today. Oh, wow. Yeah. CJ. Oh, like your yeah. skin is boiling and red oh, and yeah. burning. Yeah. Real sweaty. Uh, Emily a had a little thing. bit of an issue with uh, her water being out at her apartment, but not not all the water. 
Just the cold water. Just the cold water for some reason. I I hate to be the person that complains about this. I know this is going to make me sound like a Karen, but if you've listened to me talk about where I live. Standing up for against your apartment (sighs) complex for when they have weird screw ups doesn't make you a Karen. Karen's bitch about everything and stuff that they could handle themselves or sometimes they're for to blame. You are not to blame for being scalded, but I guess what what happened? How did you get burnt? So we have had issues ever since I lived there of them turning on and off the water, on and off the water, whatever. crickets, loose cats, Only one of those is right, but yes. Yeah. yeah. And um, our apartments sent out an email saying, hey, we're going to shut the water off between 1 and 3 p.m. And I was like, okay, cool. Wow. I can do that. Awesome. Oh, thank you for the, the sound effect. That's the cool. email. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. I, for some reason, read that email wrong. Thought they were talking about yesterday, but they were actually talking about today. So I admit that's my bad. I try not to drop the mic when you're doing <laughs> that. Call. I just fell and hit the... Um, and today it's about 1.45. Completely forget about that email. I hop into the shower and do this. Shower feels fine. Sorry, I recently read a podcast review that said we need more sound effects, but they were clearly being sarcastic. They yeah. they were kind of saying we play too many sound effects. So that's why that's why I'm trying to be the. Uh, I I actually like oh, this. Va- I love vaudevillian radio. It that's feels so bad. Like- Theater. At radio because I love of the mind. Anyhow, go yeah. on. So Anyways, Emily's in the shower. I'm naked in the shower. Did it, there you go. Honk, honk, honk. That's what oh, I, I can do anything I want in here. I'm naked. <laughs> <laughs> Those and, aren't sound effects. Okay. And it's, again, 145. <laughs> the water's running fine. Everything's good. And then suddenly the water pressure starts to change a bit. And... It just gets scolding hot. Uh, scolding hot. Ah, uh, my nude body. And I'm mid-shampoo. Oh, no, even worse. <laughs> I made that sound effect because I needed you. that. I'm mid-shampoo. It's scolding hot water. I turn on the turn off the hot water, turn on the cold water, nothing comes out. I turn on the hot water, everything comes out. So I had to... Do you have to jump out and then just put your head in the, through the shower just to get the hair clean? Yes, that's okay. exactly what I had I to do. I was worried there was still shampoo in your hair. There was still shampoo in my hair, and it was disgusting, and my hair probably looks really gross right now because no. of that. So yeah, I got out of the shower and was like, what the heck is happening? <laughs> And had to call and yell at them. Because I understand when you say, hey, our water's going to be off, whatever, and I forgot about that, my bad. It was an hour after they had planned on turning the water off, and the water wasn't Still off. hot water. Here's, here it was, was my just theory. hot water. A little old Emily's young. She don't understand. I was mansplaining her off the air. I was like, well. The, he was trying. I was like, well, maybe they have, you know, the, the giant water tank. That heats all the water for the apartment complex. You know, there are different yeah. ones for different buildings. Maybe that's it. They turn the water off. But all the hot water is still has to leach out or still has to run out and run sure. off. Because all that boiling water is in a tank. And she said that, no, they've turned off the water before. And when they turn it off, all water's off. I don't oh, know yeah. if there's a different valve Whoa. I'm at the some master point. of hot water and because they turn it on and off constantly, all the time. And this is the first <laughs> time that the cold water has been completely off and the hot, the water hot water's water been is still on. running. And when I called and I had to complain, I was like, hey, man, this is pretty safe. Bring. What if somebody's baby was in the bathtub and this was happening, all right? They're like, we sent out an email, though. Yeah, and she said, we sent out an email. And I, I said, well, the water's running. And she goes, well, that's not possible because I sent out an email saying the water's <laughs> off. 
Um, it is possible. Here, let me put literally the, the water's phone running up to, to it. It's running and it's scolding, boiling hot. Oh man! Yeah, and by yep. the time that I left to get here, it was still running still only hot. hot water. So, so yeah, how does I'm hot done. water keep running? I mean, is there a separate valve where, which doesn't make sense because we can turn the water off to the place. It starts at the source. So then, once all the hot water from the hot water tank, which again, it's apartments, probably big ones. Once all that runs out. Then it's empty, but did they just turn one valve that's just the cold that diverts away from the hot tank and forget the hot tank off? But then I don't know, man. why I, would it I, still I, I run? Think we're and in the weeds here. It's just it's nuts. Just plumbing but you know stuff. what, Emily? I don't, know. The I don't good, like it. Here's the good thing about your apartment complex only having hot water right My now. My lease ends. Oh, well, no, it's <laughs> that's that. A good part. It's yeah, that yeah. if you're going to uh, wash delicates in your washing machine, oh. it, the hot water won't scold and ruin your delicates because. Your apartment complex took away your washer and dryer. Yes. So, Thanks for rubbing so that in my face, So you don't have to too. worry about yeah. shrinking clothes, Thank at least. God. Hey, it's time to saddle up, gang, because it's National Horse Day. Today is National Day of the Horse, a sweet, noble, giant little beast that, man, I absolutely love horses uh it's something that one day i hope to own a ranch with horses my fiance is like no we're never gonna have horses and i was like i want a horse you're gonna get hurt by a horse in two seconds i probably will but man i love horses uh i think i get sad when horses die in movies when arthur's horse died in red dead redemption spoiler Spoiler okay i had had okay cool i had had that white arabian horse since the beginning of the game when i accidentally shot it while trying to shoot wolves and then used horse reviver, and everyone's like, oh, that's like the secret best horse of the game. Anyhow, that horse dies at the end of the game, Emily, and I cried. Like, it is the, there's some emotional, intense moments in that video game, but when my horse died was the first time I legit cried (laughs) playing a video game. Well, I'm so glad that you had that emotional instance, and I'm never going to have that because I know what happens at the end of it. Now she doesn't need to invest in any of her horses. It's like a five-year-old game. Now I hate horses, actually. Now I despise them. They're terrible because you told me that. I'm playing the game through again, and I'm going to get another horse. But yeah, it's You're not going to make it. You're not going to make it, man. Hey, rain in. Rain in all y'all's chatter. I'm trying to finish this little segment here uh, oh, wait, national day of the horse december december 13th we talk about the contribution of horses to america the economy the history and realistically horses have been such a massive part of the movement literally the movement and the progression of society up until pretty recently it was when the you know transcontinental railroads were built in various countries here in the united states especially that Horses became a less part of the daily life where you would transport mail via horse from station to station. You would have different horses you take along the way in major military campaigns and scouting. I mean, it was they used horses in battle up until the end of World War One. They were right. still doing cavalry charges. That's when it became, you know, kind of that's when there was the lesson and in the Crimean War. The, for a lot of Americans, that horse was your your ticket to getting into town, so you can pick up, you know, some food and uh, do some business. It was your way of life. Send some mail, receive some mail. You like, would be your lifeblood. Yeah, hung for horse theft. It wasn't until the advance and changing in weapons, like I said, at the end of World War One, that they stopped using horses in military as much. But uh, the the steppe people of Eurasia would 
completely mangle societies every now and then when they united from the Huns to the the Mongols, like the Magyars, like all these different people of the steppe. There was no solution for the horse archer until guns became good and prevalent and easy to use yeah, in the military. Were pretty, weren't they pretty bad at first? They were. <laughs> they, well, they were. Uh, it was also, Muskets, you know. Muskets, man. God. An archer would be trained his entire life to shoot a bow, whereas with muskets and, and guns, like, you just had to teach a guy to point and pull the trigger. Sorry, I'm getting really distracted because you used the word hung and horse in the same sentence. Yeah. And now I'm just thinking about I'm that glad. a little that, bit. That's the line that got Emily to wake up because she was falling asleep during well, her history I, lesson. Also, yeah, <laughs> and I just kept thinking about it. I was like, wow. Emily, you're how hung. <laughs> Get off so your- horse, horses are extremely important. Yes. And, and they have been. And I thought I think we used horses here at least. Up at the radio early, station? Well, yeah. yeah up to yeah. early 1900s How or do you so, think like- they carried radio to different towns? We, <laughs> yeah. would talk, we would talk about stuff on the radio. They'd put their boom box on would, the back of their horse. They would write horse. it down, and uh-huh. then someone on the horse would ride into town and say, CJ makes a fart joke. Emily gets upset. That bee needs to get off her high horse. <laughs> her yay, her yay. Uh, one of my favorite things recently about horses, by the way, and we'll end, this, uh, end with this, was when it was used in the Barbie movie, to basically blow Ken's mind that yep. there were creatures that were horses. And in an interview with Greta Gerwig, she kind of explains uh, Ken's fascination and the entire flip as <laughs> to why he loved horses. The decision to make Ken so obsessed and enamored by horses. They really are in some ways like aliens visiting from another planet. And I liked just his confusion about like, you wouldn't necessarily know who's in charge. Like, maybe the horses are running more than you think, because there's an awful lot of, like, horses in statues and horses in paintings, and you ride horses. Like, you wouldn't immediately know, like, well, it's the the rider is the one doing it. So I liked that there was just this confusion that he just loved horses, and and he thought maybe they're really running it all. It just might be horses. Absolutely mm. wonderful creatures. Is that ha- what you think, CJ? Happy mm. net. Yeah, they're the. It's not lizard people. It's horses. We need to be <laughs> aware wait, wait, of. So there's a movement against birds. Do we need to have a movement against horses? We need to have a movement with horses. Okay. <laughs> with, okay. I will happily serve my horse overlords and Spencer. Team, team horse. You know what? You can join me. You'll be my Thank main you. man. So why don't you quit stalling mm. and say yes instead of nay mm. on National Horse Day? How much is too much to spend at Christmas? Welcome back, our friend Matt Bearden. It's uh, the C.J. Morgan Show and a little segment for the kids, the parents, and all the above life guidance, I guess. The parent pickup. Yeah, uh, budgeting, kind of important part of being a parent, especially around the holidays. You're trying to make your money go as far as you can. You get kind of excited to buy stuff. But also there's a practical nature. There is a mom currently in uh, The Mirror, which is a magazine out of the UK. She's talking about how she feels she felt really let down last Christmas because she spent $18,000 on her kids. And she felt like they just got bored of their stuff really early. Yes. First of all, what? Rich kids. That'll happen. What? Kids are like cats. You, you get them a nice fancy toy and they would have just preferred the box probably. But even in putting it in perspective, <laughs> she said she used to spend only a max of around 5000 oh, And then she wanted to go all out. And she said she didn't feel like it really changed Christmas. Even if you change that, 
I know what she's going. I had this discussion with my mother and my wife's mother, all the grandparents. I have it with them every year. I was like, you're not going to buy our children's love. In fact, it's they're so overly inundated with Christmas that their brains start to shut down. It gets, yeah, it, it gets overwhelming no matter the size. There's of- all these relatives in my family that really want, that, you know, my kids are, for some of the relatives, it's the only, you know, niece, uh, grandchild, whatever that they have. And so all of that energy goes right toward them. And I'm like, hey, my kids, we've now done five straight days of opening gifts. They're done. They're done. And there's too much. That's why we sent a list to you and said, hey, would you get this item? From this list. And then you went above and beyond and said, okay, well, I got that item. But here's 15 others. Jeez. How come they didn't seem too happy today? And I'm like, because they're literally. They're calloused at this point. There's too much happening. And I think you can really, I don't want to say mess up your kid. I'm not a psychologist. I don't know that. But. It just is impractical. It makes them all right. of less value when there's too much. That's probably what I was sure. looking to say. I, I was going to, you know, I have this kind of parallel thought as well that everything doesn't need to be wrapped. My dad does this, and then my fiance and other family members do the thing where they'll wrap crap. They'll buy something that's really, like, just cheap and bad, and they'll still wrap it. And I'm like, why? Like, first of all, this is just a knickknack I don't want. Or my fiance, she buys joke gifts for everyone. And I guess I kind of do the same thing too. But it just, there's something about getting a joke gift you know you're going to throw away and you want to do it immediately. I think you're, and then you had to unwrap it. I think you're missing maybe. There's a weird bit of disappointment. You're missing the, part of the joke, of, which of, is to unwrap and then see that it's a joke. Well, even, joke think, gifts, crap I'm gifts. Sorry, I'm sorry. I, mean, I, I, I thought I didn't think we were supposed <laughs> to explain the joke. joke I think joke, what's joke happening is CJ num- is saying, please don't get me anything unuseful. Give me only things I want. Don't give me off-brand yes. Lego, like a yes. builder, whatever they're Absolutely. called. Absolutely. <laughs> no, but no, I don't even This is a different topic altogether, but... Is Christmas supposed to be about you getting the things you want? I would prefer no gifts there at you all. Go. Okay. I would absolutely prefer that because yeah. you're going to be so happy then with what I got you then this year, which good. is Thank nothing. You. Thank you. I but appreciate it very much. For children, it is a fine line because you have to get them a gift so that they don't feel like they were left out, but then you can't get them too many gifts or else it doesn't Christmas I don't know. Chris, Christmas doesn't have the same spark if there's too many gifts. Did you ever bank at Christmas, Emily? Did you, you ever? Bank? Well, I mean, like, so what if, was your Christmas like? What, did your cup runneth over? I mean, how did oh, you no. how do you feel about it in, in oh, your memories? No. To be honest, like, I always felt really upset because I grew up going to school with kids that were a lot richer than me. Yeah. So they would come home and they would say, oh, I got this, 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 and this for Christmas. And being an only child to two parents that didn't have a lot of money, it was like, oh, we got what you wanted and that was it, which is which is how it should go. You know, you get right. what you wanted and that's it. But you, like you said, all of these other kids, it was like, oh, I got a Nintendo DS and, and I also got, I got five different games. And right. you Why got do the, you need five it's games? Nuts. Yeah, it makes it more special, too, when you have the one big thing. Yeah, um, I worry, too, that you end up spo- – I mean – I had a Christmas list always, but my expectations were that I might get something from the list. That yeah. was my hope. As I'm not going to get everything. But some now I have family members who are like, "Can I see your kid's list? Let's make sure we get everything checked off." And I was like, "That's not 
That's not even how I grew up. I never thought I was going to get everything get on my list. The, you get one of the things on the list. I would make yeah. a that really big the, list hoping that I could get something on yes. there. Yeah, I was going to yes. ask for it all. Uh, speaking of, my stupid fiance now has it in my head that I have to get stuff for people I love every time I travel. So no. when I was in Mexico, wow. I got y'all. I like this wrapping. I got y'all gifts. Um, it's what they do at the at the shops. So uh, you wouldn't have wrapped these. Though. No, these are jokes. I, yeah. right I did not even. You, you could open them, but I, I got y'all gifts, and I'll oh, explain you. them off air. Um, oh, also, I realize I can't get. I shouldn't get y'all gifts because then they just end up staying in the studio, and it gets all cluttery. But. So are you stuck. looking at my area? Yeah. CJ well, get, got me gout pills. I Thank did. you very yeah. much, wow. CJ. Thank so you very much. Welcome. All right. Austin's own Lego man. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X. Eat, drink, and be merry this season with some holiday-themed pop-ups and bars. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! Yes, it's CJ's fat and let's drink, let's be fat, let's have fun Yesterday, we went over a few of the places in Austin where you can uh, enjoy the holidays a little more. Lala's Little Nugget, of course. Christmas Dive Bar year-round, we mentioned that. Mozart's Coffee does the fun light shows. You can get tickets online. Moxie Austin doing a spooky nightmare before Christmas. Now let's get back into some other ones we haven't talked about yet on the list Starting with the Eleanor, this is the one, Emily, I believe yesterday or last year that some coworkers went to. I don't know if you were included, but well, they do. Sounds like a, I wasn't invited. They do a pop-up <laughs> miracle on Fifth Street. It's returning to the Eleanor. This is six years in a row. It's downtown. It's very fancy. It's mold wine and Ooh. and uh, Christmapolitan. And you know, I think. It's one Is that of the, a Christmas cosmopolitan? Is that what they're doing yes, with that? It's, it's one of the higher class, nicer <laughs> things to do. But I think some coworkers went last year, Momo and others included. They and like uh, yeah. well, they said it was really expensive. Oh, they waited no. for. They'd been no. wanting to do it for a long time. Finally got in, did it, and they're like, "It's expensive." But you know what? It's the holidays. Why not spend some Treat money yourself. on yeah. having a good time? Don't wax, be a Grinch. Wax Myrtles is happening at the Thompson Hotel downtown. It's some sort of. Holiday pop-up from Chicago. It's got you'll shoot your eye out cocktails. It's very hipster, influencer-themed kind of thing. You can go do that if you want. Or you can hang out with me at the Uptown Sports Club. Um, I've never actually been there, but I hear great burgers, great um, gumbo, like all kinds of cool stuff. It's from uh, the New Orleans Orleans, inspired sports club. It's from Aaron Franklin. Um, he's, you know, kind of behind it and our friend Sawyer and some other comics say they hate it because it's called Uptown Sports Club, but there are no TVs to watch sports. But Ooh, damn that's good the kind burgers. of sports club I like. Look, damn good you, food. It's like book club. You show up and talk about it. You don't read the book there. You know what I mean? No. Um, <laughs> they're doing a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation theme. That in and of itself sounds fun. It's yeah. Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's very OG kind of stuff what the city used to be with uh, with a little fancier take on it. That's Uptown Sports Club on East 6th Street. And again, the recommendation with a lot of this stuff is when you're in town with friends, family, you know, whatever, they're visiting. If they're coming to Austin for the holidays, take them to some cool places to do. So you're still getting the the feeling of Christmas you might in the Midwest where it's snowy. 
Yeah. But here in Austin. But here in Austin, nice Texas. Things. Great. Uh, Edge Rooftop Bar. Uh, that sounds too douchey. No one wants to Edge. go there. Oh, not uh, Emily Edge. Edge. Oh, come on, Edge Rooftop Bar. <laughs> Hit me up next time. The Cavalier in East Austin. They're hosting a nostalgic Noel pop-up with uh, all kinds of different fun drinks like the Rocco's Modern Toddy, a Dexter's Laboratory. But uh, oh, it looks like cool. they also have a bunch of old toys and the old fun yeah. stuff that Hashtag. you might have gotten in Christmas back in the day. Hashtag nostalgia. Uh, featuring, the of best. course... Uh, Never gets old. No. <laughs> it. Oh, absolutely not. Um, they've got some little cool viewfinder things, if you remember those, that you mm-hmm. can oh, take pictures man. and Fisher look at Price. Uh, Fairmont Austin's doing an ugly Christmas sweater party. The people that would hang out at Fairmont and do an ugly Christmas sweater sounds like our sales guys. So, Is I'll, that an insult? I'll pass on that What was one. that? Hey, man. N- nothing. I like some of our salespeople. Uh, Kitty Cullens in Weberville doing its fifth annual Hanukkah pop-up. Uh, that goes through Saturday, December 30th. Uh, expect festival drinks, snacks like latkes. Am I saying it oh, right? Oh, latkes. Maybe some what matzo ball soup and all it's other like sorts of good stuff. It's like a potato pancake, but better. Oh, I thought it was like vodka. It's, it's well, so, I guess that is a potato. It goes through potato. <laughs> latkes, all, all the same latkes. thing. Yes, yum. For your vegan family, Sonny's Backyard is hosting a holiday pop-up once again. Hot, cold drinks, boozy cocktails, hot chocolate with oat milk, chai toddies, and all the vegan food options you could want. And, Emily, they have tons of tinsel there. Oh, good. I love that it's vegan, but tinsel's bad for birds and the environment flies it. They choke, kills the turtles. properly display it tinsel everywhere. Uh, Gibson Street Bar is once again doing their winter wonderland. It's already started. It goes all the way through Christmas. If you want to find more stuff and even fancier places to hang out, there's a full article of the Austin bars, pop-ups, and restaurants doing holiday-themed fun at Eater Austin. That's austin.eater.com. Can you identify what year this song was the top played tune on 101X? Uh, That's what we're doing. We're educating Emily a little bit about the great history, almost 30 years old, of this radio station uh, breaking new tunes on air, making some of these things your favorite earworms, or (laughs) even worse, turning stuff like... I don't know, maybe pumped up kicks and uh What? I love pumped up kicks. Yeah, I know, man. but it's a um, good jam, okay? But Gautier, someone you used to know. That's my favorite song. Listen, I like those songs too. Uh-huh. But we in radio played them a lot. And yeah. don't get mad at us. It's you the people that want to hear this stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, I've got a list of uh every top song from over the years in 101X's long history career, I'm going to play a little clip of the song. Yeah. Emily and Spencer are going to see if they can guess what year. That was our top tune. Uh, you can play along by texting 512-835-1015. I'll set you up with the 101X prize pack that includes Blue October tickets if you get a perfect score. Here's the deal. I can see the text system, so I know if you're texting before or after I read the answer. So don't don't try to cheat, all right? We, we ready know. to play? We know. All right. What year was this the top tune Ugh. being played on 101X's airwaves? Incubus's Drive. Oh, That's man. right. That's you're going to be better uh, at this There was a year that Incubus's it. Drive was one of our top Damn. songs, along with Tool's Schism, Stains, oh. It's Been a While. Um <laughs> Wasn't quite in our uh, butt rock phase, but very, very in the middle and close to it. There's only a few years here. What I... year would that be? Emily Spencer, 
Do you um, have you, a guess together? I'm going to go. Oh, wait, together? Or are we playing against each other? Uh, you just em, play. Em, you go first. Um, I don't know. 1996. Okay. I was going to say. You think that Incubus song's that old? I don't know. That's. Nuts. I was born in 1998. Also, I'm not sure. Okay. We also already did 96. Man. I think that was Sixpence None the Richer. Oh. Maybe. Uh, I was going to do 2000. Uh, 2001. Damn. That was my initial thought deep down. 2001 is the correct answer. Did not end up seeing any uh, uh, any folks online get it correct. But hey. It's okay, Spencer. There's so many more I'm songs sad. we can go through. This was me all day yesterday. It yeah, was but I was so depressing. close. I, that was, I was me all day one year off. yesterday. So uh, what year was this the top tune played on 101X? <laughs> Very on spoon. With Don't You Ever. It was mm. the top tune on 101X that year. A lot of other big ones that year. Kings of Leon, Sex on Fire was probably a close number two. Ooh, I love that song. Uh, we have Chevelle, I Get It. The Airborne Toxic Event, Sometime Around Midnight. Mm. That also, right up there, is one of the top played songs. Silver Sun Pickups, Lazy Eye. Oh, man. Uh, a lot. But lots of bangers. According to my list and my calculations, Spoons Don't You Ever was number one. What year? Hmm. What year? What did are we that thinking come out? What I gave you hints with all the ba- bangers. You I kind of want to say like 2004. Okay. Hmm. Spinning? I want to say my gut was 2007. I don't see any textures that got it correct yet. Uh, the answer is 2008. No! Two, yeah, I'm sorry. Another <laughs> another close one. This makes <laughs> it hard. Your next artist and the number two one right under him actually made a career just playing Stubbs Austin every year. Every year, they play at Stubbs, <laughs> and it's mainly because this was the top song on 101X in that year. What was the year? Yeah, here we go. Uh. Citizen Cope, The Sun's Gonna Rise, uh, the number one song played in this year. The Jeez. number two one was Modest Yahoo, King Without a Crown. Modest Both good songs, but, but I'm telling you, like, after that, those are the two big hits from Modest Yahoo and Citizen Cope. Every year at Stubbs, there was, there is still a Modest Yahoo and <laughs> Citizen Cope show. I would joke about it decades later. Um, anyhow, maybe the decades being close to being a hint. What year was Citizen Cope and Modest Yahoo reigning huge on 101X along with two songs I discovered and pulled over in my car when I heard them played? Gnarls Barkley's Crazy and Muse's Knights of Sidonia. Uh, we also had 30 Seconds to Mars with The Kill, AFI with Miss Murder. It was a hell of a year for music on 101X, but what was that year? Oh, Blue October's Hate God. Me. Big year. Mm, Big names. That's a huge year. Big alternative tunes breaking waves here on our station. And it was 2008. Emily, with a good guess. Uh, My guess is 2005. Uh, Listeners did get this correct. Spencer, once again, one year off. 2006. Ah, I hate it. Uh, We'll be back with more of the top tunes played on 101X in every year. It's the top 101X songs by year. In our existence, this means the most requested, most played, most downloaded, whatever weird factors and data I put into uh, putting this list together. We've been around almost 30 years breaking great alternative tunes. I mentioned last uh, time we were doing this that there were a couple songs where I lit, I kid you not, living in San Marcos, 
listening to 101X that like Lawless or Toby broke that I had to pull over my car and listen to them. And I'm like, I can't believe what I'm hearing on the radio. And I love that we still play new music. Not always. I know we get bitched about about Chili Peppers. But if anything, that's your fault. Anyhow. Hashtag. Let's not bitch about the game and let's play this game. You can play along for a 101X prize pack, including Blue October tickets by texting at 835-1015. you got to get your text in before I give the answer. Spencer and Emily also playing. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. I'm going to give you a song. You're going to tell me what year this was the biggest, most popular song on our fair little station, 101X, and this one was huge. Oh, yeah. I love this song. It's a good one. It's catchy. It made MGMT. They were a pretty big deal that year. They were a massive deal going yep. from being the small indie band, the MGMT, I, I to will, soaring to tops of the Billboard charts. It's crazy. I will say at this point, I had started working for the radio station, so yeah. maybe that's a hint. But oh, yeah. it was also fun because when you had a band that had a really big single on radio, they were they would always come to Austin. And mm-hmm. you would always – it was a lot of times like a 101X concert series show, so – all the co-workers oh. win. It was always fun. It was. They came to ACL, I think. It was, it was uh, great. That year or the next year, and I remember interview, they inter- interviewed them. Well, let's get to cool. the brass tacks. What was the year that MGMT's Wait, kids? I think I might know, but I don't know. The top song on 101X. I'm going to go with 2009. Spencer. Man, see, I know that 2007 was around the time Time to Pretend, one of their other songs came about. That was a but huge I'm like, one. Oh, that's a fun one. But I'm like, just because their album release was that year. I know Kids wasn't Doesn't supposed mean to be the on the album. Radio mm-hmm. that yeah, year. so I want to guess. Have we already done 2008? 2009, Emily. Damn it. <laughs> on the money Damn for it. the first time. Good job, Thank God. I finally got one. It took two biggest. days. Whee! Biggest song on 101X in that year, oh, MGMT's goodness. Kid Hit Kids. Kids, 2009. Uh, another electronic ish band also had a massive hit. Turns out this band's more than just a one hit wonder. They're incredible. They're great live. It's a lot of fun. And man, this song was getting played everywhere in what year, especially here on 101X. I was dating a girl at the time that would always go, City is my church. But M83 had been around for a while. They had a cult following. But man, Jeez. Midnight City was the hit that and made it, them It was so huge. cool to see them at ACL this year, by the way. I remember hearing this during, I'm, where I first heard it was during actually Alamo Drafthouse like previews. They would play, you know, their Alamo Drafthouse yeah, promos. Yeah. We're doing a Wacky Wednesday. This song would play. And we were breaking on the radio station at the same time. It felt really cool. And I think I know what year it is. What year, Spencer? We'll go with you first. Ah, probably not. 2010. Uh, Emily, oh, what do man. you guess? I was going to say you that. I'll say 2011. Say 2011. It was actually 2012. No! That's yeah. why, why do I keep changing Two, my answer in my head? That's 2012 the was the year that it was the biggest hit played on 101X. Uh, and man, I talked about earworms earlier. That one was an earworm, but probably perhaps... The biggest earworm of all damn time that was smashing it up on 101X with a lot of other huge, annoying-ish, poppy earworm songs. You can always tell when we were going through different phases. This year, we were going through... Yeah, 
Chumbawamba's tub thumping. <laughs> Even got like played song. on 101X. I'm sorry. Uh, it I think was, it's the album art that I don't listen, like. Uh, it's it's very weird, but you know, and apparently a lot of people in England are like they're actually more than that dumbass song they did. Yeah, I've heard they're the album. Rad. It's a good uh, album that this song was on. I yeah, think I was in high song. school, just started playing soccer. It was a it was a pivotal year in young CJ. And let's look at what some of the top 101X songs were that year. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, Impression That I Get, Sugar Ray with Fly, Tonics If You Could Only See Her, Prodigy's Firestarter. I remember playing, uh, going to my neighbor's house, and we would sit there, and we would play Resident Evil and listen to Prodigy. Smash Mouth had Walking on the Sun. It was, Blink-182 had Damn It, Third Eye Blind had Semi-Charmed Kind of Life. A lot of huge, massive hits. But that one was the biggest one on 101X that year. What year was it? I'm going to go. It has Banner to be in the 90s. It has to be in the 90s. Yeah, if I'm in high school, yeah. probably. Have we done 94? We're going to uh, go with 94. 94. Oh, jeez. That's pretty early. I was going to go with uh, 2000. 2000. 1997 is the answer oh, that Chumbawamba. Was, why do I keep doing Chumbawamba this? was chubbing it out. Uh there you go. Congratulations, Emily, for getting one correct. Yay! I you know very what? proud of you. One is more than none, as somebody said once. Twitch finally figured out how to get subscribers and viewers back up through the roof. Allow some boobies. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to. S- to say that, that I'm a nerd. That's right. The streaming service Twitch, which a lot of online gamers and uh, people who love to cosplay use to live stream, to interact with fans, build an audience. It's become a massive thing over the years. And Twitch just decided they're going to allow nudity. Well, not straight up porn, artistic nudity, even oh, yeah. though... You know, if you go back to some of the old uh, arguments and things with Hustler, Playboy, even paintings, it goes way back. But what is artistic? What is just pornography? What is Twitch going to be doing? Spencer, give us an update on uh, why you think this is going to be the moment that brings Twitch to the front of all media. Oh, I have no idea. I thought we were, okay. we were going to that dis- <laughs> that we were discussing a uh, streamer who got banned recently. Her name is Morg Pie, December 11th. Uh, so just a few days ago, she was doing these streams where it looked like she was topless, but the camera was cut off just right above, you know, the boob zone. So she wasn't topless. And let's be real, a lot of cosplayers, a lot of streamers, a lot of those people, they you pull an audience because of having big boobs. Yeah. Because yeah. of being hot. You know, yeah. I'm not um, trying to just be a Jordan Peterson man guy angry at ever the world, but... It's right. a big factor in That's people what, being popular online. I'm, I'm looking at her Instagram right now. Yeah. And it she's clearly an OnlyFans model. Yeah. Okay. That's, That's her content. That's, That's her, what she provides. Yeah. And uh, OnlyFans has been cracking down on certain types of nudity and sexual things. So maybe this is an opportunity uh, for Twitch I didn't hear that about OnlyFans. I'm worried now. Oh, no. No, but Twitch, uh, some people, there was an outroar about her doing this. Apparently, she was still technically topless, or she had a top on. It was just very... It really didn't look angled. like. Yeah, it and was she's intended. All, um, oiled up at it's the in, top too. Okay, it's intended to give the impression that she was topless. Sure. of course. it's uh, teasing. T- it's implied nudity, and I guess right. 
nipple is what makes it nudity then. But uh, as a result, people were sort of upset about it because uh, this type of content was still could potentially be pushed to the front page when you go to Twitch, just twitch.tv. It could show up as a recommendation for if you're logged in or not. And there's not like any kind of age... Uh, right. No, it wasn't or, an 18 and up stream. Well, yeah, there's not like a, a ca- there's categories when it comes to streams like gaming or chatting and things like that. And there wasn't quite one for something like this. And I think that recently they've changed their terms of service as a result of this. They banned her because of the of the outcry that people were saying it and weren't necessarily in, intending to. But now they uh, they're going to have a uh, a section for artistic nudity and stuff like that it won't appear on the front page it won't be pushed to you randomly and things like that you got to go seek it out but they will have a section for more spicy if you want to call it stuff like that okay it's just not going to be as up in your face can and I, yeah can I, okay as as the woman on the show can i put my opinion on yeah, this not just a woman on the show but you're also a twitch streamer i am you, and i'm also a cosplayer yeah. and i also have friends that are only fans models and things like that so i understand the hustle you know i get it i understand the hustle but twitch is just not the right platform for that when you go on the app store to download twitch on apple app store it's 12 and up. Yeah. It's for children. I'm sorry, but until you make it so I that only boobs when I was 12. 18 yeah. and fact, up was the can most... see it. I know you wanted to. I know you wanted to see boobs, but should you see boobs no. at, at, well, at 12? I, 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 this is the strange thing is uh, a lot of these types of models and things like that use their Instagram to link through, you know, they, they post racier pictures yes. or whatever, and then they link it to their OnlyFans where you can stream on OnlyFans as well. And it's yeah. like, there's different platforms that are meant for that. Right. And, somebody... and I know, Em, you're, you're upset that these types of creators yeah. are shining that type of spotlight on this because exactly. you yeah. don't want to be, and other people too don't want to be associated with that. No, because yeah, now it feels like any time that I tell somebody, oh yeah, I stream on Twitch, right. it's automatically, oh, are you it's a hot tub right, streamer? Right away right. linked with that sort of thing, which OnlyFans initially yeah, I was gonna say and that. Patreon, it was literally for supporting and creating art. Now when we think of the OF, and to me, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but it's a lot of, I don't either. It, it's basically a lot of pay per C nudity kind sure. of thing. You yeah. just need to put it in the correct platform. And I think behind a paywall is the best way because unless you're 18, you're most likely not going to be paying for that content. Yeah. And um, I are don't you, know. Are you worried by doing this that it might open the door to webcam streamers and stuff like that using It's already done that. Using Twitch. It's already done that. And that's why I've personally and a lot of my other friends that are creators have considered getting off Twitch completely and moving yeah. to something like YouTube Live because their stuff is a lot more monetized, taken a lot more seriously. And YouTube Twitch has... is so wishy-washy, man. Yeah. I mean, I know YouTube is, but Twitch is like... YouTube you has get their anything. advertisers in mind, at least, so you mm-hmm. know they're going to try to curtail that type of content. So uh, it's safer for a creator there, but also more dangerous because, oops, I accidentally said a cuss, and now I'm demonetized forever, and I can't well, make money. You remember when yeah. Tumblr... Some of the minor changes they make without telling you. When Tumblr got rid of uh, nudity, nudity, even oh, artistic yeah. nudity, it We it all got dumped. away it from it. Uh, it disappeared, and then that they started... That was always the fun of a uh, risky click accidentally. Yeah, they, but they, it's they, not is this just, a blog or nudity? Here's the thing. It's not just nudity. Some of this stuff, I'm I'm scrolling on the Twitch uh, homepage, right next to an AI Santa, which you would think, oh, AI Santa, that's that's something Is that a, a ho, kid, ho, ho. that's something that a kid would want, you know, to talk to AI Santa. Right next to AI Santa stream is an AI Trump versus Biden debate. Hell yeah. I'm like, That's guys, hilarious. we got to pick between, oh, and then sandwiched between all of that is an AI Jesus. Oh, so, yeah. 
It's like we have to, Twitch needs to pick. Are you going to cater more towards kids or are you going to cater more towards adults? Crap crap content that people want to click on and stuff like that. That's the whole problem with the internet is there's way too much unfiltered content. And I'm not Mm -hmm. talking about nudity, just bad stuff that gets out there so and much. stays. You could always make a Twitch, frustrating. Twitch 18 up version. I don't want to I mean, bring... there's YouTube kids. Why don't we have a Twitch kids? But there's yeah. also, I mean, I guess what Emily's saying is why Twitch isn't for this. Mm-mm. Make or find another streaming it's service that's maybe adult light. Uh, you know, like Skinamax instead of Pornhub. Mm-hmm. Something to where you can do that, but there are already... So well, many adult swim instead of Cartoon Network sites. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyhow, uh, make sure to find us when we're live streaming on Chatterbait at CJ Morgan Show, uh, Adult Friends Finder. We're no. also there. OnlyFans at CJ Morgan Show. We're just gonna be on Facebook, actually. There, yeah, where all of us are at CJ Morgan Show. Follow us online because the most important thing about radio is the internet. Keep those nasty books out of my kids' hands. It's time for getting headlines. Some of the local stuff. Uh, The State Board of Education is expected to approve new rules that school libraries must follow when procuring books. It's called the Restricting Explicit and Adult Designated Educational Resources Act, or the READER Act. Look at that. They find an acronym, READER, and then they fill Uh in words to... To make it work, uh, the goal of the act, according to the sponsor, Plano Republican Jared Patterson, is without attaching any religious, political, or cultural belief, it's to restrict explicit books from unaccompanied minors in Texas public schools. Uh, Basically, that means they're going to prohibit anything that has harmful, sexually explicit, or vulgar material. One of the problems with this from my reading is what then defines all of these harmful, things. sexually explicit or vulgar material. Because the reason this book came to the or the reason a lot of this in Texas came to the forefront was because there were books about gay characters, about trans characters, mm-hmm. about coming of age, finding their sexuality, up, finding their and sexuality. That doesn't mean sex. That doesn't mean they were having sex with each other. Correct. But if they deem if if a book has a trans character, then suddenly that book might be deemed vulgar. Because some people view being trans or as harmful. like a sex or thing. sexually explicit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one of the issues that's uh, been raised. It also recognizes that parents should be the primary decision makers regarding a uh, student's access to library material, but that doesn't always happen. Sometimes parents aren't as involved, or the parents themselves sure. uh, wow. don't want them to stumble into Man, anything that they don't agree I with. I can't believe these kids going out and reading. They should just go back to the way it used to be and go out and do hard drugs. Uh, one of <laughs> one of the problems that people who uh, criticize the bill say that it could essentially amount to political or religious censorship. Yeah. The bill itself does say it prohibits schools from removing material based on the ideas contained in the material okay. or the personal background of the author or characters, but the ideas contained in the material. It can't ban because of that, but what if the idea is something that you consider or the board or whoever gives these books the ratings vulgar? 
it's going to just open an entire <sighs> issue it's in a gray be, area. It's, just, it's a lot more. Thing. It's a lot more waste of time. Yeah, people's and I mean, time, teachers, librarians, even politicians. It's, it's, it's just yeah. stupid. It's true, and there's just so many things where you know if. The right way you can expose your children to certain things early on, even if that's not even sex, like not even sex related, even if that's something like violence. I mean, you could argue Hate violence them. is nine eleven, right? So could, could I argue that every single book in a children's library about nine eleven should be taken away because it's violent in nature? Yeah. It's also kind of sexy. <laughs> According to this. Uh, what oh, if my it, God, Spencer. I just said that. I don't really have anything to back that up. I've never thought about it. Well, what if... Uh, okay, good. Sorry. What if Never forget, of, though. This is why your kids should read, so you don't become Spencer. <laughs> what, if, what if they have a lot of those uh, like famous kind of uh, spy books and stuff like that? That um, James Bond. Yeah. I mean, geez, not even... Wasn't he kissing people? That's pretty sexual. Like, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Is that uh, what you're talking about? Like, you know she was kissing people too. That's weird. That's why everybody was wondering where she was at. Yeah. No, we gotta I'm, find her. She's on the loose again, kissing people. That's like no the Hardy good. Boys? Going in other countries and, and Can kissing you people. No, this? I mean like kissing Tom, people from I mean other like cultures. Tom Clancy or something like uh, that. Like are those what do, those even in libraries? Or what does it is it just fiction? What know. about when it comes to nonfiction and ideas? Because yeah. some critics also say like when it comes to exploring the alternative not the alternative the history of America, but from the viewpoint of people who were enslaved yeah. or indigenous, like sometimes the, the argument isn't... is that those <laughs> books pretty. are not yeah. being included, not just in the curriculum, mm-hmm. but curricul- curriculum. curriculum. Uh, Maybe you should the, read. What about, Listen, the dictionary, clearly, what about the dictionary? It describes sex. It says dick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. As, it says penis. As, in, as in Richard Nixon. Yeah. Who we don't want to we don't want to shame. Well, um, doesn't it describe sex in the dictionary? It literally has to. Here's the deal: <laughs> just don't read books. In fact, I started nah. a bit when I was on vacation that I just thought was funny to see people notice. But I brought a coloring book, and when everyone's kind of sitting at the table by the pool reading, I would just open the coloring book like I was reading it, <laughs> and finally someone noticed, and I got a chuckle out of it. But you know, long long term commitment. Uh, let's continue the news and talk about AI coming to hate. County. Hey, uh, Hayes. new facial recognition software could be coming to Hayes County, specifically the sheriff's office in the future. Uh, they have placed an order and allocated a budget for Clearview AI, which is a facial recognition company. They provide software to law enforcement, government agencies, and other organizations. Obviously, law enforcement thinks having facial recognition would be helpful. My issue with this is the same that you've seen with stoplight, with red light tickets, to where you have a device that a third party monitors, maintenance, and runs, and then that device is used in court to essentially say, nope, the device says you got a ticket, you got a ticket. To where there's unchecked things with the device, and on top of that, with a lot of these, I don't think is as big of a problem with municipalities and uh, uh, the red light cameras as it used to be, because people complained and laws and things were changed. But back in the day, a lot of the red light cameras, you got paid a bonus for the amount of tickets given out. So that went to the companies that owned the technology, distributed it, and you bought it from. And that also went to the officers and people who processed and went through it. So essentially the amount of tickets you went out, you got money, you got paid out of that. So I worry that AI technology 
could be used to make more of a what was happening with red light cameras, a, a rubber stamp system of court to where the technology and the, the operators the of it are not uh, yeah. are, are not There's refuted or anything like that because it, despite it's despite potential it's, to be faulty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has to be like Caesar's wife beyond reproach. It has to be perfect, and they assume it's perfect, and they say it's perfect because it's technology. Yeah, not uh, to mention the fact that there's only like there's just like several different looks that people have. There's, I forget what the science is. There's just only yeah, Nicholas, a certain amount of facial structures that we can have as humans. Nicholas Cage learned <laughs> in the lived in the 1800s. Uh, you know, Whoa. I just it's true. <laughs> look it up. Your book photos. He would make a that. great vampire. They should do that again. Uh, last but not least when it comes to today's headlines. Bald eagles are in Austin. <laughs> yeah, I, it's a pretty simple headline. Uh, if you look out <laughs> your window and you see a giant bird that looks like America. Bring your dog inside. Yeah. Bring your dog inside, but also that's a rare sighting for us here in Austin. To have bald eagles coming through. Yeah, I guess the first sighting happened, um, I think, last week, and it was happening near Lake Austin in the Terrytown neighborhood. But uh, experts say that you can go watch near the horse bot. Wait. Horns B. Dude, I'm having trouble pronouncing and talking today too. Don't worry. If you want to try to see one, uh, they suggest going to the Horns B Bend Bird Observatory oh, at the Wastewater Treatment Facility. Because oh, they're crap like, animals. Yeah, it sounds fun there. Imagine yeah. if some redneck shot it because rednecks oh, love shooting and hunting things, poaching, and then they were like, "Oh man, it's an American eagle. I can't kill the president." Oh, that's so sad. Well, that's when you give them a class. Classic uh, burial at, at, at a, I don't know. Well, you get the taps played and then 21 you, you guns I mean, wrap them in an American flag. It's definitely possible. There's been an 85% increase in the number of bird sightings for uh, in Austin. All right, so. so go look for a bald eagle. Do y'all want to see mine? Check this out. Couldn't zip my pants down fast enough. Hold on, sweet. Matt Reif went to Jupiter to get more stupider. The comedian's at it again, creating even more online controversy. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. It's social cues where we talk about the things happening on the internet because the most important part of the radio is what? The internet. The internet. Without it, where would we be? We wouldn't know what to talk about. And Matt Reif has been all over the internet for about a year now. I'm going to be honest. I think the Matt Reif spectacle has become a a his. an entire thing because it's been a year i feel like i just started hearing about him this month same but it's but been he around was in, he was in people's circles like being ch- chatted about and, and he, there was buzz about him i think the fact that we talk about matt rife even people that hate him and make fun of his look and say he's not a funny comedian it's all generating publicity for him it's all making him this oh, mega yeah. star he was wise to do what he did and, and I, pretend like hmm. he's being attacked for being unfunny i watched his special and it was okay but it wasn't he's top tier lauded as dane cook in his prime level comedian and he's not it's it's not a headlining i'm sorry there are a bunch uh, of comedians Netflix. left there listening shaking their head the fact that you compared oh, him sorry. to dane cook <laughs> Google who this was. He's the one that everybody's making fun of his square face. Yeah, he's the sheet metal chewing guy. Yeah. Well, now he's being made fun of again because he is in a bit of a fight online 
And it all started because of this bit. Nothing to do with the stars, man. Just because Jupiter has a ring and you don't, doesn't mean... Actually, it's Saturn that has rings. And it has more also. And you're mean to girls. So, <laughs> that is a response from TikTok. Cute. Uh, Matt Rife is you know, been kind of critical of women on the internet and his special oh, star him? starts off with him really with a domestic abuse joke that wasn't that I mean the the joke CJ liked in it. itself <laughs> is about him walking the line. It's not actually the content of what he says. I think I really believe he's one of those things where if you ignore him, it does better than creating the controversy. And as you can see from this TikTok, a six-year-old boy went on and said, actually, it's uh, Saturn that has the rings and you're mean to women. Um, the TikTok went semi-viral and then even popped more when Matt Rife replied. No, don't ever do that. Don't ever reply. To a, you're feuding with a six-year-old. Did he send him a, a special ed helmet? Uh, here's what he said. And the point of the six-year-old thing wasn't that Saturn has rings, which, yes, Jupiter does. So do many other planets. It's just crap. That Gas gets giants stressed. have rings. Yeah. Saturn's probably the main one that's known for it. But Matt Rife let the little kid know Jupiter also has rings. Oh, and Santa Claus isn't real. Your mom buys presents with the money she makes on her OnlyFans. Good luck. Dude, you're beefing with a six-year-old little boy who said you're mean to women. I mean, I guess the kid's mom put him up to it, but, like, you're... You're telling him... You're saying your mom's here? And you're saying your mom's on OnlyFans? Isn't he just saying exactly what the little kid just said that you're mean to women and he just decided to pull this kid's mom into it and then went crappy and was mean to women absolutely and Mm -hmm. matt rife fans on the internet man this dude oh uh, i bet they love that oh god he has some brutal defenders that's always the worst you know like opening anthony had the pests you see it from different groups of personalities they have these vicious mean angry online brutal fans. fans and they're going after a six-year-old, so congratulations. Yeah. A six-year-old who probably doesn't even read the comments because his mom yeah. does the account. To be fair, he well, was... Well, she he does was, the account <laughs> when she's not busy taking pictures on OnlyFans. Let's be real. To be you fair, are a Matt Rife He was fan, wrong about Jupiter. You? It's what he gets. Did you know? <laughs> the Chinese aircraft carrier in their naval fleet is the only one they have, and they bought it from the Ukraine, not actually them, but a businessman wanted to turn it into a floating hotel and casino. He bought the non-functional aircraft carrier from the Ukraine, took four years to tow it to China. Then the Chinese government decided to buy it. They modernized it, and it is now the only aircraft carrier in the Navy. Or so they're telling us. Uh, hey, these are things you should know because we're telling you you should know them, and we're telling you they're true by going. Did, Did you know? Did you know this is a good little holiday-themed one? Um, on Christmas Day in 1826, cadets at the U.S. Military Academy at West Point, uh, including future Confederacy President Jefferson Davis, threw a, boo- a booze-filled party. I guess some whiskey was smuggled in so that they can make eggnog, but because of that, it eventually led to mutiny that ended with 20 court marshals and is now known as the Eggnog Riot because of how crazy the party became. <laughs> I've never heard of anybody getting 
wasted on eggnog, but that sounds absolutely disgusting. Because it's a fine balance yeah. of, of your so stomach getting gross uh, and full. Yeah. It's usually a lightweight person that would get drunk on the eggnog or a kid yeah. because it is... It's a lot of eggs. Like, Half a glass uh, of eggnog's fine. I never got the... The alcohol yeah, to me, the it. alcohol version of drinks like eggnog and and other spicy like yeah. w- seasonal things were never. They were always for the amateurs, the people that didn't drink except for on holidays. They're for people who it's disgusting. They're for for people who think that drinking is supposed to be fun and not a necessity to get through the night. To it's a very life. different oh. checkbox. Yeah. Oh, did you know? Huh. You probably heard about people going over at Niagara Falls, especially in a barrel. The first person to do it was Annie Taylor. I know that people have gone over in a barrel. I did not know her story. Just a regular old wooden barrel. She had it specially made, and it was stuffed with a mattress. She nice. ran it over the falls. It survived. So she believed, I think I can do this. So two days later, she had had it fished it out of the water. She went back to the top of the falls. And, a, and two days later. She's the same one? On her 63rd birthday. That's the way to do which it. Which I didn't know that the first person to do it was a 63. That's a brittle bone. Yeah. She went over and survived. Wow. Again, it's pretty rad. I uh, I always compare this to... She was hammered on eggnog when she yeah, did it. She had it. I always compare that to uh, boomers these days, like, kids on the TikTok sticking forks in the electricity, and they're just always doing dumb challenges to get famous. Like, uh, look, you don't bitch, need... your generation was going over barrels in Niagara Falls you and stuffed yourself <laughs> into phone booths. <laughs> yes, like, like, this is a human thing. This isn't new that someone's doing this. But what is new... Is this segment right here of fact-finding and truth? Because we're the only radio, the only media entity to let you know when we're telling the truth and when we're not. And how do we know we're telling the truth, Spencer? We say, did you know? Did you you know? The phrase, cool as a cucumber, is based on science. The inside of a cucumber can be up to 20 degrees cooler than the ambient temperature. Now you know. Oh, interesting. That's right. But you still have to refrigerate them, right? No. No. You don't refrigerate cucumbers. You, you don't? don't have to. It, it'll still be soggy up too. to. It'll still be up to twenty degrees cooler. I like the cold feeling when they touch my. Uh, oh, oh! Uh, so, there, I just realized. Okay. I, I didn't realize. Excuse I thought I was thinking that. I thought I was thinking that. Ah! Don't say it out loud next time. Amen. Is it time for you to embrace cosmetic aesthetics? By men and. Greetings, listener. It is now time for weird or wired. It's Weird or Wired, which is it? Matt Bearden is here, our chief scientist of the C.J. Morgan Show, to let us know. There are folks out there that say, hey, it's time for men to care about the way they look, the same way ladies do. Yeah, did you know that there's different lotions for your hands and face and body and feet? Yes. I need need some of that lotion for sure. I didn't didn't realize that, like this year. There is a uh, (laughs) company called Lushful Aesthetics that says it's time for aesthetic cosmetics for the men. I first saw that and it caught my eye and I thought, well, I know that there are men who wear makeup. Have been for yeah. a while. Are they trying to make like softer makeup that maybe more dudes who wanted like not as obvious a made up look? Uh, like, just, you guys have some pizza face sometimes, well, and I think they, that that they, would help. They need to go the marketing route of making it extreme, and the dudes driving a truck through some mud. Oh. Well, that's not what this is at all. So oh, before you even head in that direction, let is me reveal what this is all about. It, oh, man, Botox, man makeup, extreme. The U, uh, New York Cosmetic Clinic has begun offering a. It roughly comes out to about four thousand dollars. It's you take it home, you do it yourself. It is a. Um, 
They say just in time for gray sweatpants season, it's a cosmetic girth filler. <gasps> oh my gosh. I what? There you go. Thought we might get a reaction out of yeah, Emily. Emily said I have Hank Hill butt. Will this fix that? Uh, I do not have Hank Hill not butt. For the, it's not for your butt side. It's for the other side. Oh. You would the go front side. No, no. They're saying, mm, hey, we have a, a buy now, pay later fund, so you can pay it over time. It costs you, like I said, a little over $4,000. And they have five syringes of filler that go into your <clears throat> shaft and helmet. Okay, and no fill the guy out some and fatten him up so that he <laughs> looks more presentable in your pants. Okay. That's so funny. Now, you Emily. Guys are so or funny. Like, or like makeup to where it looks, you know how like a lot of uh, people will use makeup to make their cheeks look bigger sure. or thicker? Right. Sure. And just dong makeup. Now, let me ask you, Emily. <laughs> what's so funny? Now, first of all, would it turn your head if you saw a larger flop flop in, in sweatpants? Do you like a sweat? Uh, do you like an outline there? See, okay, boys. Here's the thing. Women don't like dongs as exactly. much. Like other men, other... Some women like, like dongs. Yeah. Yeah. Some women are dirty. But, but the thing, even if you're the dirtiest person alive, every woman is going to agree that penises look funny. And we don't like how they They're look. Goofy. They're goofy. So it all and looks funny. We're weird and disgusting and ooze so all the stuff out of our if bodies. If you make the argument, well, women get boob jobs. <laughs> yeah, because we all want to see a woman with a boob job. Uh, Every yeah, person on this earth would love to see a woman with a boob Not job. Not necessarily. Natural true. ones are nice. And so <laughs> oh, are, no, and they're so nice. Ones. Like, boobs but are who's going to complain yeah, about yeah, yeah, seeing yeah, yeah, yeah. a boob job? Outline of a boob versus an outline of a dong. It's also just, yeah. I feel like seeing a dong in public is also just kind of creepy. And, and, and because I, dongs if nobody are, likes dongs, how come the, the the Washington Monument looks the way it does? How come we're me? We're trying to because we're trying to make it. Grind, how come your Yeti looks just like that? It's because men like dongs more than women like. Because we're trying to make everyone subconsciously Look, like dongs. Physically, yes. the dong shape it's actually really good. Okay, it's great. Can I, great. <laughs> can I also it's cylindrical? It holds things. It's perfect. You yeah. grip it easily. I can don't I, need to see that through your pants. Can it's I make an exciting thing that uh, someone observed on Matt's other show that's definitely wired is that some of the C.J. Morgan show vernacular has stuck with him because uh, my lady heard him say dinger the other day yeah, on air. absolutely. And I got that from her mom. Her mom's very, like, southern and like, oh, honey, your dog's dinger's hanging out. His little dinger's out. I and I started using plop, plop, plop. dinger. Yeah, and it's just funny that that word is now used on the radio by us because it's... Someone didn't want to say penis. Now, so here's the thing. That, that is wired as hell. <laughs> if but you're looking for length, you can't get this from these shots. Mm -mm. It's just giving you Girth. a girthier Girth. habit. Now, they did say How because... How do we know that's not just an allergic reaction to whatever they're giving you? Well, it, does it like stick around? <laughs> it's funny you say that because you actually can have an allergic yeah, reaction. You have okay. to be careful. Yeah, but they, I don't want my dong falling off. Now, they did say <laughs> it prevents full retraction. Meaning you're gonna get a you're gonna get a larger half chub than you usually do because he's mm. he's gonna hang out there a Hanging little more. Tough. Yeah. Huh. But if you're a guy that loves basketball shorts or if you <laughs> love those gray sweatpants, sure. Speedos. They, this this could be it. it it's yeah, not when permanent. Guys go by to the, the way. strip club. They yeah. love those sweatpants. It's not <laughs> permanent. That's the thing I hear. What's the? It's a waste of time and money. But you're, does it does it help with sexual satisfaction? Maybe there's a thing where by making it wider. It's better for a couple or something. Can, like, can I tell you where it would help it, with sexual satisfaction? You can it, reach A guy your own might mouth. feel more confident, and I think a more confident guy is probably going to be better for a partner. <laughs> 
than a guy who like, is like, are you, are you do, bitch? And I'm sorry. keeps going, is this good? Did you finish? Are you do- huh? Did I make you? Huh? It might be better if he just goes and feels good about himself. Sure. The deadliest toys of all time. Number three will kill your babies. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? Dead thing's still around. Computer, load up Celery Man, please. Yes. It's Clickbait Corner where we click through the crap so you don't have to. Yesterday we talked about three toys you should not be buying for your kids this Christmas. Uh, Topping the list were these little fun water beads, little gel things that you can use for counting, for art, also for choking your children. Oh. Uh, That is still here on the clickbait we're going to do today, which are the nine most uh, dangerous toys of all time. Uh, The water beads. It's for really little kids for creative thinking, motor skill, imagination, sorting and matching. They're kind of like our gel blasters, Spencer. You fill them up, the beads get bigger, but they're big enough to be a choking hazard. Oh, man. Big enough that little ones might start putting them in their mouths. Mm. Mm -hmm. So that is a deadly toy. Do they Um, look tasty? Because that's also Oh, they look like like jelly. Yes, they look like jelly. Uh, We also talked yesterday about the CSI fingerprint analysis kit. Kids love being spies and detectives. Unfortunately, the fingerprint powder had a toxic chemical in it. (laughs) We also brought up lawn darts, which just rule. Uh, Now let's get to another fun craze from the old movie, Flubber. In the 1960s, Hasbro employees buried and got rid of 50,000 mysterious translucent balls. They had tried burning them, dumping them, sinking them, but they wouldn't go away. Um, The flubber was a silly putty look-alike. Unlike silly putty, the flubber gave kids rashes, sore throats. Oh, man. It made them sick. So was this based off... The Robin Williams film from two thousand whatever. Well, there was an older one Lover. with the, the the Nutty Professor was yeah. uh, was way before that. Not with uh, um, Eddie Murphy, but so is this just like a jelly? Yeah, it was sort like, of a, like a putty or like a gack or a um, oh, not okay. quite play doh, but silly putty more so. Like oh. it was a those. gooey, weird gumbo of crap that was giving kids chemical burns. Um, I mentioned how they buried it under the cover of night. They paved over the field. It became a parking lot at Hasbro. And uh, decades later, during the summer, the silly putty stuff would start rising up through the cracks. Oh, no man. way. Yes, That's kind of cool. Out of you gotta ask, you got to ask someone at NASA to help you with that. Uh, next on the <laughs> yeah. list of Deadly Kids Toys, Clackers. Do you remember the little oh, stick yeah. with the two beads? You go... Yep, hate them. Fun, no, I don't great. Hate them. If you can get them going in a rhythm, you've got those motor skills. That them. is the original ADHD toy for kids. A little bit. Unfortunately, it was also the original sling toy of death. They could fly off, they could be thrown, but basically the speeds you would clack at, if the plastic or the ball came loose, it could put a pretty big dent in the skull. Mm. So the but original cool clackers, sound. <laughs> you cannot yeah. get unless you find them perhaps on eBay or something in, uh, like that. But skull, skull dents, you don't want those. You do not. Check this out. You might want this. Uh, back in the day, they had the Gilbert Atomic Energy Lab. It's an entire scientific lab. Not just that, a Gilbert Atomic Energy Lab. Oh, Kids in the sick. 50s loved this. Do they have radon with it or something You know cool? what? <laughs> uh, some of the crap in there was radioactive. Yeah. Oh. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Bring so it into your homes. It was discontinued. Unfortunately, the uranium that came with it 
Still going to be around for its yeah. half-life. Unfortunately, huh? Uh, they rebooted the Easy Bake Oven back in 2007. <laughs> if I, you remember, love, I loved it. This was my type of toy as a kid. The little light bulb that was inside would essentially bake your brownies. It was a 100-watt incandescent bulb. Ended up having to get rid of it. New federal regulations meant they couldn't be selling super hot, large <laughs> mega bulbs to kids. So yeah, they retooled good. the way the oven worked. Unfortunately, the reboot meant that the shape, the design was different. And somehow, some way, with all the new extra stuff, a lot of kids started getting their hands stuck inside and getting <laughs> severely burned. Oh, that's There awful. aren't a lot of more details on that. It just says uh, child bakers got their hands stuck uh, 250 Aww. and more. They call them child bakers. Ended up getting burned. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm the time nice. was. Weird. Uh, just call them children. <laughs> about kids that cook. <laughs> 77 cooked themselves pretty bad and were burned uh, bad enough to have to be hospitalized. And so, of course, that toy is gone. Uh, last on the list, the Black Panther Wakanda Battle Claws. Yeah, we love some Marvel wow. toys, some kits. These are and some of the most recent toys, it 2022, like. dude. Yeah. They just released Wakanda it. Wakanda forever. Uh, Wakanda Battle Claws made by, again, Hasbro. Um, there's no dangerous chemicals, no radioactive rocks, no rashes that are going to pop out of it, but it does have claws. Hard, <laughs> sharpened, yeah, plastic claws yeah. on all fingers. That's sure, what they're you not want. metal, but they're still very, very sharp and dangerous, and the item is still available. However, oh, yeah. watchdog groups say this might not be the best thing to give your kid. So stay away from all this stuff and anything at all that looks like it might be glowing a little too much. Ugh. Lawn darts, however, all for it, baby. Three guys with beards and a young woman. No, this isn't your search history. It's the CJ Morgan Show with Emily, Matt, and Spencer on 101X.